You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. Hello and welcome to the Grace Church Salado podcast. My name is David Laws and I'm joined by Jason Goings, the pastor of preaching and vision here at Grace. So it is officially a new year and we want to say welcome to all of you who are joining us for the first time. We want to spend a few minutes helping you understand not just the vision for this podcast, but an even bigger vision of how this fits into the overall mission of helping people love God's Word more and understand God's Word more and obey God's Word more. So, you know, for those of you who are not new, then we want to say welcome back. Uh, it's hard to believe that it's already been a year since we first launched these. Uh, it feels like we've been, on one hand, it feels like we've been doing it for forever. And, you know, on the other hand, it feels like it's something that we just started. But you know, Jason, for, for someone to really understand these podcasts, they've got to understand kind of life verses in general, you know, where they came from and what they are. So, you know, could you maybe start off by sharing a little bit about what are life verses and, you know, how they got started and why they're important to you and to the church? Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back and my cough is kind of dissipating. So that's good. Um, so these life verses, uh, so life first sounds pretty extreme, right? Oh, it's big time. Life. These aren't verse. month verses. These are life verses. <laughs> These are life verses. Um, many, many years ago I, when I was being discipled, you know, a guy, a friend of mine named Gary, my youth minister, Dana, my own parents uh, had just instilled in me the importance of putting God's word in your mind, your heart. And, um, and in Psalm 119, Psalm 19, you just see the importance of putting God's word in your heart and your mind and what it does for you it helps your thought life, helps your hope. It gives you, increases your faith It it, um, when the enemy mounts up against you. So really for all of life, scripture matters. And it's important that, um, we have scripture ready for our memory to recall because the enemy doesn't take breaks. He may pull back some and he waits till it looks like we're vulnerable. And it's when we're the most vulnerable, you know, we're tired or we've had a hard day that we really need the word of God to just come afresh within us. That's usually not a time we are reading or loving to read. So it's good to have it memorized. So life verses um, is the ministry of our church which is our scripture memory plan for children all the way up to adults. So. Well, and I remember when you first walked into our office with this idea, you had this, you know, ear to ear grin and you're like, guys, I've got this idea that I'm really, really excited about. And, you know, I, know, I remember we discussed it at staff meeting. We, we all, I mean, it was like a wildfire of excitement. I mean, this is something we've been really excited about. So where I first saw this happen churchwide, um, I was, I was a new pastor. I was, 28, 29, visited Bethlehem Baptist. So that was what, a year or two ago? Yeah, you're, just, only, you're about to turn 30 this year. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Not. Um, so a uh, long time ago, um, I was visiting and I was up at a conference in Minneapolis and John Piper was a pastor and he started the service just by walking in front of the thousand member converse, con- congregation and with a big, weird grin on his face, he just looked out and said, okay, who has it? And I'm sitting there on like the fifth row going, who has what? What did somebody steal? <laughs> I've got a lot of things. And about about eight rows behind me, um, this little girl stood up on the pew and starts quoting the verse. Now, there they call them fighter verses. And in front of a 1,000, maybe 2,000 people in the congregation, this little eight-year-old girl 
is sharing the, the, the verse for the week. And I saw tears. It looked like tears in Piper's eyes. And I thought, that's what I want for the people that God's called me to pastor. I want every family, every person in every family to know and and have the word of God in their heart and mind. It was it, it hit me then. It 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 was it was real. It was good. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and I, I think they've just been such a joy to our church. And I love thinking about the fact that you know, we have hundreds of people that are studying the same passage of scripture. We're ingraining it into each other, hopefully sharing it with each other and discussing it with each other. But uh, since I've been here, this is one of the most exciting things that that I feel like I've gotten to see our church do. It's neat. It 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 puts, rightfully so, uh, things first importance in our life. Like this is important every week. God's word. So, Dave, my question for you is. Um, Life verses are important. Um, we it's it's been part of our vision for a long time, but but you uh, said you know what? Hey, it'd be cool if we got in this really cool sound booth. And uh, <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know, we have like cardboard surrounding us right now to dampen the sound, and it is there's nothing glamorous about where we're recording this. Um, but you had this vision of let's let's put this online and let's talk about the verse. Uh, for our people. Tell me where that came from. Well, it's interesting. Um, it's not something I can really take credit for. I, I'd been kind of rolling this idea of a podcast around in my mind, but uh, yeah, Daniel Rowe and I were actually just bouncing ideas off each other at one point, and I think I mentioned it to him, and he actually, I think, said something along the lines of, you should use the life verse as a prompt. And you know, I just started really taking that kind of raw idea and wrestling it around, like, what if, you know, if we're pushing our church to read through this annual Bible reading plan together and, uh, you know, to to study these verses together. How cool would it be if we actually had a podcast that helped our people understand that verse, uh, you know? And so I know at that point, I think I took it to you and Sam, and we discussed it and chewed on it and really kind of got excited uh, about this idea. But, you know, we don't, we didn't want our people just stuffing these verses into their head. We wanted people to fall in love with God's Word, to be able to learn these verses and apply it to whatever they're doing, uh, you know, that year, that day, you know, to, we wanted God's people to be able to, to use his word. Uh, and so that was kind of the, the jumpstart behind this whole thing. And it's been amazing because we really intended it for our church family, our grace family, but we know that it's kind of extended beyond that with the podcast. So, uh, you know, you get the good and the bad with technology, but I think it's been a cool thing for our church. Well, it's really neat. This is one of those ideas that, that stem from people in the church. I, another idea that came up, that happened at the beginning of last year. There were some people, members of our our worship and praise team that came up with songs like, like some tunes with the verse that they taught their children. Uh, And it was going great. Like it was spreading. And then one day uh, I think it was Dana called us and said, Hey, would you sing this week's? And I was like, no, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not singing that. And for some reason it didn't go on after that. I don't know why, but, um, so you're the one that I guess I'm the one that killed the song of life versus, but, uh, no, this was a great way to pick up that baton and and begin to share it. I love it. I think it's great. I, I also love that we're involving the staff with this, like Lauren will share life first podcast and Corey and you, and it's just, it's really fun. Yeah, I mean, nobody owns it. We're trying to just help our people understand God's Word together. I think it's been really neat so far. So what are what are some other resources that, because um, you referred to it, um, that we're passionate about 
getting people to love God's word. What are some other things that we have going on? Maybe talk about what we presented on Sunday going yeah. on at the church. Well, if you've been around me in the last 30 days or so, then you've heard me probably rant about how excited I am for this this one particular resource. So, you know, like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, we're trying to figure out, okay, how do we as an entire Grace family read the Bible together and study the Bible together and, you know, memorize the Bible together? How do we get the Bible uh, to every people group on earth that doesn't have the Bible yet? And so, I just being in the administrative role that I am was thinking, literally, how do we do this? Do, you know, do I have this giant stack of papers? And it's like, here's your Bible reading plan. Here's your life first plan. And I just was thinking, man, that seems wildly inefficient. And who wants this enormous stack of papers? Um, so this idea kind of came of what if we just created one really amazing resource that had all of these things in one place? So uh, that's where this idea for the Growing Together booklet uh, came from. So it's if Obviously, you can't see me holding it right here, but it's about 20 pages, and it's just you know a half-sized piece of paper, uh, and it's just it's all of these things in one spot. And the vision for it was that you and me and every other person in our church would just have this sitting right next to their Bible this year, and every morning, you know, someone would get up and they're reading their Bible passage with everyone else in the church, and they're studying that week's life verse with everyone else in the church, and uh, you know, we're praying for these countries that don't have the Bible yet together with everyone in our church. And it's just the goal of it was just to have this unifying push to study God's word more, love God's word more this year. David, I think it's awesome. Um, so wait a minute, let me clarify. The The goal was not to get everybody to use paper bound resources <laughs> because that was, that would have been my goal. Cause I'm, I'm a paper guy. I, I love to write in the, the hard copy of scripture. I love to, to highlight and parse and do all of that. And, uh, and so, yeah, I'm surprised that, uh, I'm, I'm delighted. I'm thrilled to have this booklet, uh, that I can hold in my hand. And I know a lot of people are, uh, maybe someday we're going to be able to you know, bring all of that together online to some great resource. But, but, uh, but for now, that's a great booklet. You did really good on it. I, I mean, really well. And I, I love it. Well, so. and I think the fact that I was probably the one that started this is the greatest testimony that this is a work of the Lord <laughs> and not of myself. <laughs> because if you know me, I'm all about digital. Right. I'm, I'm like the antithesis yeah. of you. Whereas you have everything paper, like if you could have a paper computer, I think you would. You know, whereas me, I love to do everything digitally. We were joking yesterday about how I love to read my Bible digitally and, um, and so I'm the last person on earth that I think would have gone down this road, but I do think that this is just an amazing thing. And so our goal, we're trying to get it in the hands of every single person in our church. You know, we literally, every breathing soul, we want to have access to this book because we really believe in it that much. And so, um, and we can reproduce it. So if you know of somebody that needs this booklet or is talking to you this January, already feeling like their habits are crawling back, the bad habits and their good habits are and you think that this might help them. Um, it's not magical. It's just a resource, but it's, but it's efficient and, uh, it's helpful. I used it this morning and I've been doing it one way for 12 years, 15 years. And so, uh, even this morning it, it came alongside the way I normally do my Bible study. It was great. Yeah. And for those of you that haven't seen it yet, it is, it is more than just these calendar lists as well. I mean, we have this like guide for recommended books and resources. Uh, we've also got, um, things like all of our Bible study information and some different ministries to help you learn God's Word more and community groups and so all these different things. So it really is jam-packed with uh, with resources for you. Awesome. I love it. Um, 
So, uh, so each week we'll, we'll, we will present the verse for that week, talk about it. And then on Sunday morning, when we gather, uh, there's sort of a reciting of the verse that we've been learning together all week. And, and, um, and usually somebody from the worship team leads us to, to, to remember it. And it, it should be a joyful memory, not like, oh man, I didn't do it this week. Um, <laughs> but even that's good, right? Like, oh, okay. I'm next week. I'm going to be able to say it with Sam. Um, so this week we have our first verse. Yeah. And so for those of you that don't know this, I don't think we mentioned it, but, uh, one little change that we made this year, I think it was an incredible change that you suggested, Jason, was that the life verse is actually pulled from that week's Bible reading plan. So for example, today we're going to be looking at Genesis 1-1. Well, if you're following with the plan, that's something that you read either yesterday or today. Um, and so I think that's a really cool twist. But yeah, so we we are, we're, we're looking at Genesis 1-1 this week. So we're going all the way back to the very, very basics uh, foundational layers of Scripture, which is always a good thing to do. And so if you don't have your Bible with you, or if you're not familiar with it, Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So there's, I, I feel like you can go one or two directions with a verse like this. You can either go way, way, way down in the weeds of theology and really rip it apart, or you can look at this and acknowledge just the beauty of this passage and the theology that's there. Um, so, Jason, when you look at this, you know what comes to your mind. Well, there's a lot that comes to my mind <laughs> for the for the sake of the podcast today. I think just thinking about applying this and how to what is the you know thirty second thing that comes that I want our people to to understand from this one little very familiar verse that begins the whole copy of the Word of God. And that's real simply this, that before there was nothing except God, he spoke and then there was something. And, and that should cause us, if we just think about that, just to be annually stunned, all the stuff we got for Christmas, all the stuff we gave for Christmas, all the things that, you know, is all around us, there was nothing until God spoke. So the application for this year, the reason we start with this first is so that we would start the year remembering God owns it all. He's sovereign. It's all his. It's for him. He spoke it. We receive it. He said it was good. So he is the only one worthy of worship this year. The only one worthy of worship this year is God alone. Well, and I think for, you know, the sake of time, that's really is what we need to take out of it. You know, I just, as I was reading it this morning, you know, I just stopped on those two words, just God created. You know, the first sentence of the Bible, that's what he wanted us to know, was that he was there in the very beginning and nothing else was. And what he chose to do was create, you know, and just the sovereignty that's wrapped up in that statement, you know. And he begins goodness. things. Yes. Like he starts things. He's, he's. He's a creative God. Like, yeah, there's a lot. We could go into a lot. Yeah, but. and I'm tempted to, you know, right? Like when I think back, what is everyone's ideas about what was there in the beginning and all the, and it was God, right? And he was there and he created. So uh, as tempted as I think both of us probably are to run down that trail and really dive into it, I think that's a good starting place and ending place for this week. Uh, and so for those of you that are listening, whether it's your first time or your 53rd time, 
uh, listening, we want to say thank you for joining us on the Grace Slato podcast, and we hope this discussion will spur you on your love for Jesus and your love for people this week, and we'll see you next Wednesday for our episode on Psalm 19, verses 7 through 8.